Hello my friends, it's um, December 19th, and we're fast approaching Christmas now. It's next week, and I came across some information from uh, the prophetic Dutch Sheets Ministry. And he's been doing prayer videos that um, help us to stay focused in this season that we're going through with so many things that are uncertain and we've never had to deal with and don't know any outcomes or have any understanding for them. And his word was saying something is birthing now that we have not seen. And he also mentioned that the Spirit of the Lord is giving the evil doers time to repent (laughs) because we're seeing a complete division and we're seeing the players who have been hidden and pretending to be one way and doing another so they're coming out of the woodwork now and you can start to see who has been playing a game with our government So the things now, you know, might be coming very quickly. We're not to let evil men dictate what will be because God God is in control of that and he is not one to be made a liar of his word the word of the Lord will pierce the earth So we may be getting a gift before Christmas or at around Christmas or what looks impossible, it shall come to pass. So hope comes forth. by the evidence not seen. It comes through the Holy Ghost. Not by men, 
or any institution. So our hope has to lie in things that we aren't able to see. The Lord knows it all. He knows everyone that has hidden away to do evil things. He knows the evil ones that are presenting. He knows all the players. So his voice will not be silenced. There is no power that is more than him. Even pastors will be uncovered and judged. The church the Lord builds will come forth with boldness and authority. The ones that he's hidden away is remnant. Throughout the ages, the Lord always had a remnant. to carry forth what he wanted on this earth. That's why he was able to fulfill Israel as a nation. The Jewish people did not die off. There was always a remnant. Now they're coming back from all the scattered lands that they've been in. And they're going back to Israel. They're being called back. Just as the Arab inheritance through Ishmael is being called back. So think about that. At this time, there's a major movement of that happening. What time frame are we in then? As far as the end times. If we are like five nations from the 12 tribes of Ishmael coming together in peace with Israel then we're very close for Israel to take its place in what it it needs to be for the world to see because there was promises made covenants made that Israel would be above all else on this earth and that has to be before he comes back so I think we're we're you know getting real close here <laughs> In the, in the time frame 
We don't know how long it's going to take. But you can start to see the signs that something prophetically is happening in the world. And that's what the Lord wanted his church to be able to see. So they would know and prepare and be ready. See, the enemy got in there into the Gentile church and into the Jewish realm. And things weren't done right. God straightens out the crooked places. And it isn't anything new to him. He saw it way before we did. And he knew what was happening. And he knew way back when, 50 years ago or whatever, in this nation, things would be starting to happen that would go against the people. He knew that. So, you can't hide anything from the Lord. Everything's in His will anyway, because He holds the timeline. He lives outside of time. So, In this word, the spirit of Elijah is coming upon the earth. That's what he said. In a great harvest. And he also mentioned that God will come. That God said, when I do come, I will come quickly. But there will be four more glorious years ahead there will be a reversal of what the enemy has caused on this earth I'm invading the nations there will be a wealth transfer to the saints an explosion of my power. I will cripple China for what they have done, releasing a revival in China. Now, China has a hidden church, and Christians there in that hidden church are persecuted. So, Amen to that. There'll be divine healings and my people will shout. There'll be an outpouring of God that we have never seen. There is mercy being released on my people. So, 
I think that was a very encouraging word. It leaves hope abounding. And that's what we need to keep focused on. And not to give in and not to give up. And so many Christians are saying, well, I think Biden's the president. Don't give in the towel. Don't give it in. You know, hope is what keeps everything alive. And you remain in him until you see. So, he'll reveal everything. And this word says it all. It's it's encouraging. It keeps you forthright in your prayer to advance the kingdom. To do what the Lord is said to pray for. To stand and keep ready. This word is um, on YouTube, and it's um, Give Him 15 with Dutch Sheets, and it says it is the number day 41, and it's entitled, entitled A Gift You Will Never Forget. So... I wanted to pass that along. The other thing that came up today was that the humidity levels go down in the winter. So a nurse that works in a nursing home found that if you keep the humidity level up to, I think it's 60%, the virus cannot exist in it. So she's suggesting, because all of her patients that were becoming ill with this virus, when they did that, they were better. So a humidifier would be one thing to consider um, to make sure the humidity levels are up in your house because viruses like to um, stay in low low humidity so I found that very helpful and then there is a post that I saw on my Facebook and it really kind of I looked at it and I thought hmm it said if you jump the parachute oh if you don't jump the parachute cannot open and Steve Harvey gave that statement and I venture to say it means something to risk. If you don't risk, you won't know what to, you know, the outcome. You know, if you never risk something, you will never know. 
what the outcome could have been. Well, that sounds kind of okay. That sounds kind of logical. But I really began to think about it. If we're with the Lord and we're following Him, the only risk I can see is to jump in his arms <laughs> and see what happens because there's a definite outcome with that and you don't have to wonder because you'll be there and I did that 20 something one years ago and I jumped in his arms and I haven't been dissatisfied at all with that move but if we jump on our own we could have varying outcomes (laughs) if we don't have the Lord's counsel understanding and wisdom in it and him saying yeah that would be okay to do then disastrous things could happen you know or It might not turn out the way you'd like. And I can remember a time when, out of fear, I jumped and I got into, you know, a financial situation that, oh boy, I found out later wasn't a good one. So, you know, if we jump on our own accord out of fear or out of um, pressure or I gotta make it, I'm gonna make it, you know, that it's looked upon as a as a financial thing where somebody's telling you jump, don't think about it, just do it. But you're spending lots of money to do it, or you're borrowing money to do it or going into debt yeah it could could turn out just fine but it could not too so it would I think be good to ask the Lord Is that something that I should be doing? Is that something that I am only doing because of my desire, my want? Or is it something that your will will be in? And I went through a group back in September it was a free class for seven days and they gave you all this information and and but at the end of it they said you had to pay for the program and it was quite you know I don't know how many people have twelve hundred dollars you know just at their fingertips now maybe some do that's okay but they wanted you to pay into 
a master class, you know, training. And there were no guarantees with it, but they'd give you all the information. And it was quite a sales pitch. I mean, and it was quite pressured in the sense of this statement, if you don't jump, you won't know. And sometimes you just have to jump and hope the parachute is there. Well, Jesus is my parachute. And if he tells me to do it, then okay. And I think there's an urging that he would give you if if that were right, or through prayer, he would somehow connect the dots. But I didn't get any feeling that I should jump and join and go into debt and borrow and this, that for their class. And I saw so many people going after it because COVID has created a situation where a lot of things are done over the internet now. So that's the new phase in business is to get versed in this so that you can make money. Well, those people that are putting on these classes are going to make a lot of money by doing it. And it's just a numbers game. When you get on the internet, you know, it might work out, it might not. I I don't know, you know. That's for each and every one of us to look at. But I would definitely look at it with the counsel of Jesus. Because he knows your plan. And it may not be what you're thinking. It might be totally different. That's why we need to be close to him. Did I ever think he would take me on the path that I'm on now? No. Not at all. But I was willing to go where he wanted me. So we need discernment before we jump. So we're not pulled in by schemes. That's part of the obedience to the Lord. Not to do it by man's command. Oh, it sounds good. Looks good. 
So there was a lot of sales pressure and twists of words in the sales aspect. So we have to watch out for the big kicks that are coming in. Do this and you'll have success. And we really have to look at, is it our success or what God wants us to succeed in? So we start need to ask those questions. And since this time is so chaotic and we don't know which way from what is going, then I wouldn't be caught into something that might be chaotic or cause stress or develop in you a fear that if you don't do something right, you're going to mess up. Because that's already an equation if we do it on our own. So I pray tonight the, the four things that Radiant Israel put out as far as what the Lord wanted people to pray on. And of course he still wants us to pray for this nation. But now there's a different focus. Because he's already taken care of that. He's already well on its way to straightening out. We still keep it in prayer. We still, you know, do our part. But he also wants us to pray for Ishmael, the tribes of Ishmael, to bring them in totally, bring them in with this peace agreement that's happening. Because then Israel will be set on its way to what Israel is supposed to be, is according to the word. So there's things setting up. And he already said in that other word, he was going to the nations. Pray for revival for the righteous. That that would continually come forth. That people would have eyes to see and ears to hear. Isaiah 58. Eight, to do our part in helping the unjustly bound, feeding the hungry, helping those in trouble, etc. There's a whole list of things in that scripture. And then praying Isaiah 60 
Arise and shine, for your light has come. The Lord is upon you, and you will shine forth. So, it all ties into what the video was talking about, the word from the Lord about the Christmas gift and thereafter. So, Radiant Israel gave a word on the 13th. And I know there's some other people that gave words, but I haven't gone into that. And then, now Dutch, Dutch Sheets has given a word. So they've both coincide. They both have within them the same context. That Israel will probably have a revival too. He's going into the nations. His focus is the nations. And we're part of it. But his plan is much bigger. And I'm looking forward to having so much better than what we have right now. Sharon Boland gave a word on the 18th that she received about the suffering aspect. And in the Bible, there were many things cited. Joseph suffered greatly. He was the favored son. And he came into being a slave. So he had intense suffering, and he endured it. Basically, he became the man he was to become. Even after re being uh, falsely accused and in prison, he wants to make us strong and test our faith. Are we really going to look to him? Then unexpectedly he was brought to the palace after 13 years. And then he had a ring put on his finger and he sat on the throne. So. That was one of the 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 Bible stories, but it also Joseph is a Jesus type. So the obedience that 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 Christ suffered 
he had to learn obedience as well here on this earth. Remember, he was half human, half half God. But he had to experience obedience. And he even said in the Garden of uh, Gethsemane that that uh, he offered prayers of prayers and supplication and gave loud cries and tears of lament to the Lord. I mean, I'm sorry, to the Father. <laughs> he was the Lord. Um, so he, he suffered through many things and he still gave inter- intercession. But he gave it in agony of just everything that was happening and, and going to happen. So that's as far as I got with that word, and that's I haven't completed listening to it all, but it's in that last with Jesus at Gethsemane, it's in Hebrews 5, verse 7. So we see a lot of people suffering now and things that are happening, and we're being told to help those people that are in trouble. And you might not know everybody that's in trouble, but God could lead you to those people. You could even hear something on the news and and be able to help them now through different Go GoFundMe things, and you know it's all quite technical now. So I know that I able to receive food once a month and it's way more than I can use so I give it to neighbors to help them so there's many things that we can do and if we're able to listen and hear from the Lord, he can direct it. I know this is a season to receive gifts, but we can also be the gift to somebody else. I'm going to leave you with that. And I pray that you're encouraged and that your doubt is alleviated and you're given some hope. Because not everything has been seen yet. God bless.